Welcome to Business News and Other Shit. I'm your host, Amr. Thank you so much for tuning in to a show that's been called The Perfect Listen for Busy Fifth Graders with ADD. I'm an entrepreneur and an aspiring stand-up comedian, improviser, and my favorite job, stay-at-home dad. In a previous life, I graduated from the University of Chicago, <clears throat> the Harvard of the Midwest, with an A.B. in economics. And after that, for 10 long years, I worked as an executive director for J.P. Morgan. <clears throat> Sold my soul. You may be asking why someone in their right mind with a wife and two kids would give up such a prestigious and profitable position to become a lowly comedian. And to that, I would say, uh, it's way more fun and maybe... Don't be such a jerk about it. Our goal with the show is to entertain you with funny stories, jokes, and one-liners about investing and business and money, and hopefully make you a stronger and more financially secure person. Basically, we want to help you increase the size of your backup stash. Backup stash being that secret stash of money that keeps you afloat after you tell that horrible boss to get the hell out of here, or you want to travel around Southeast Asia for the next six months. Join us every Thursday. We tell some funny stories, jokes, have a good old time, and you know what? Maybe learn a few important things. Welcome to Business News and Other Shit. This is Amr. Uh, thank you all for listening to episode 24. We're here with, um, we're here with a bunch of people. Uh, let's introduce you all. Uh, some guest hosts with me. By the way, guys, uh, I was just saying that we took last week off. So we've been doing this. Uh, so we took a two-week vacation. And I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm feeling anxious. So, you know, if uh, at some point I start sweating... And getting irritable and uh, irritable bowel syndrome. If I get IBS and I'm sweating, do you need a towel? I'm, wipe yeah. off like a black comic. I'm fucking gonna... running around the the thing. Wipe know? off a black comic. Wipe off like a. You've seen like those BET where they carry the the towel on the stool and they have to yes they have to dab <laughs> off because they get shiny. Why yeah. people don't get shiny really? They no, get gross. People, yeah, they when they they don't really s- sweat. They just yeah. start smelling like baloney. <laughs> yeah is that just me or was that my childhood friends only no no that makes sense that is a very white smell to smell like like baloney or like 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 uh buttermilk or something <laughs> have you ever had butter my grandfather used to drink buttermilk I, I like straight make, yeah i think they make eggnog from i think they make they use buttermilk and eggnog sure but you're not supposed to just drink it it's like a cooking juice and your grandpa used to drink it. yes horrific and then i uh, would try eggnog? to drink it uh, no buttermilk oh, just okay. straight buttermilk which i don't even know what it is oh well you know how milk is made right like they, they skim off different parts of milk and tell you this is the buttermilk this is the two percent this is the, 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 the huh. this is half and half okay. which is super creamy like the most creamy i guess is butter then there's buttermilk yeah. Then there's half and half. Then there's butt milk. Okay. That's probably why he died then. Or he was just old. From Either the buttermilk or from... Yeah, the buttermilk and thyme, I would say. Combination of the Yeah. That's Sam Prickett, guys. Hey, Welcome, Sam. Hey, How you I, doing, bro? I'm just doing swell. Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year to you. Thank you. Here's to a wonderful 2019 for you. That'll be fine. Let's plug you right away, baby. You are going to Zany's. Yeah. When? 14th through 20th of what uh, month? January? Yeah, we're in January. Yeah. January 14th through the 20th. You're there for several nights in a row. For several nights. And what, what role will you have there? Are you running the lights? <laughs> I'll be running all the lights. Yeah, no, I'll be I'll be doing the sound booth. I'll be waiting. Uh, no, I'm co-featuring. Co-featuring? Yeah. Thanks, well man. done, brother. Thank I've you. been watching Sam the last year in comedy. I love going to the same mics as Sam because I think he's freaking hilarious oh you're a sweetie pie thank yeah. you very much keep it fucking clean would you okay <laughs> yeah yeah no i did i didn't say i didn't say fuck Wait, what oh that? no not the f-bomb we're d- d- 
just, I don't know. How you doing? <laughs> what? <laughs> and our producer, Chris Bradhead. What's up, man? Yo. Yo, yo, what it is. Welcome back from Florida. Feels good to be back. Yeah. These gray skies. It was like coming home. Mm. I missed you. Uh, I, for one, missed you. Uh, thank you. Your girlfriend Honor. I can't speak for. Yeah, you didn't miss her. <laughs> Wait, did, did you did you go with your girlfriend to Florida? Yeah, yeah, she came. Oh, so okay. I then I so yeah. Is she from Florida, or you just you no, just brought she's, her? She's from f- Illinois. Okay, was it the first time she met your family? No, she's met them a uh, number of times. Okay, well that went nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have a two-headed monster today. We have our uh, hallucinating Yahya. Yo, yo, yo! What is it? <laughs> oh, that's a great catchphrase. You should make that your catchphrase. What you is it? Uh, and yeah, he's is? he's got a, a he's very confused and confident at the same time. Yo, yo, yo! What is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Am I? <laughs> Do I exist? Uh, What's up, man? Thank you for being here. Uh, yeah, he, uh, his head was just on the table sleeping uh, from his twelve-hour shift at University of Chicago's ER. Uh, but we've got him up right now. At some point, he may. I'm recharged. Yeah, at some point we may hear a fud onto the desk. Quite possibly. Know that that's uh, Sam. It's either Yaya, Sam. my dick hitting the floor or Yaya's head hitting the my dick on the floor. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. And with Yaya is this double-headed monster, <laughs> our biggest fan to date of Binos, business news and other shit, Kareem Bazara. Hey, what's up? I'm... I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's my first time ever on a podcast. Good starch. Is the kids are natural? Hitting it strong. <laughs> that was that's what we call a train wreck. <laughs> no, that wasn't a train wreck. No, that was that was genuine. That was honest conversation, right? Because it is it does seem unnatural to all talk. Right, Kim, to a let's ask you a question. If you could be any vegetable at all, what do you think you would be? What? Any vegetable? Are you questioning this my question? question? Doesn't have an answer. What do you mean? Like I see him like more of. A don't say anything until he answers. Okay, that's uh, good. Don't put put you know stuff that in the boy's head. So hard don't put vegetables in his mouth. Veg- like, What's the first thing that came in your mind? I mean, I thought carrot. Boom! I see that's a carrot. The only I see carrot, bro. I can think of right. I see now. You got good eyesight. Not really. In nah, my he's not a carrot. No, he has terrible night vision. <laughs> uh. Well, okay, you're a carrot. I say we. I, I say we make. I you guess carrot. I'm a carrot. Kareem the carrot bazaar. <laughs> How many other? Why, what did you think he was, Amr? I was gonna say asparagus. I love asparagus. Uh, why? Why is that? Because his uh, piss smells. No. Because <laughs> uh, he's got a green army shirt on. I mean, so nice do, logic. So do you? So do it's I. It's not an army shirt. That's right. I mean, it's green. It's army green. It is army. That's green. That's true. Anyway, guys, let's talk about some business stuff. All right. Um. So yeah. Here we are, January 2nd, 2019. That's when we're recording this. And uh, we're, at, we're at, like, a turning point. Like, can you picture, like, when the sun is, like... Uh, I was just asking if we should close that door. No, nah, it doesn't fine. matter. Okay. Yeah, no one's here. Um, we're, we're, we're recording this, by the way, people, at Stage 18 uh, out of Cinespace Studios. And this is the stage where all the independent film and TV producers are. And... At 5 o'clock on a Wednesday, the day after New Year's, it's empty. So, so, so we're at a turning point, you know? Like, like there's, there's so much shifting in the world right now. As Yehia wisely pointed out earlier today, 
tectonic plates. Close. Oh. Jenga. Ah, smaller scale. Much smaller scale, but way more legit. Yeah. It's important Jenga. Important Jenga? Important yeah. Jenga. Like like the economy Jenga. And more fun. Jenga is very fun. Well, tectonic plates How can be fun. How dare you? That I think there's so many voices that my guess is listeners are like, who? who the yeah, no, I feel like I'm schizophrenic right now. Yeah. There's a lot. Sam, that was probably because I'm, I'm schizophrenic. But yeah, also, I was gonna say the conversation. I was gonna say I don't think that has much to do with the podcast. <laughs> no, it's because I have a, a terrible brain disease. Yeah. <laughs> do you really? No, I don't think I'm schizophrenic. It's right. just not diagnosed. Someone told yet. me uh, I was bipolar one time, but you know he's a, a quack and a, a, a shitty psychiatrist. So what does he know? Yeah, right. Yeah. What are you reading books? Get out of here. If Get anyone's out of my bipolar, brain. That's what it's I that guy. Him. Yeah. Anyone who tells a person you're bipolar, no, that's actually not true. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? Anyone who can say you're bipolar means that person's bipolar. I mean, I believe that. They've experienced that. No, no, no. But I mean, like, that can't be true for all psychiatrists. They're not all bi- That's That'd be ridiculous. All bi- every, all every therapist I know personally, like, not in therapy, but, like, as a person, and they are also a therapist, is out of their mind. <laughs> That's a real, and they just have terrible relationships with people and can't figure. I think that's what makes you do that thing because you're just a mess and you feel in control of your life if you can help other people. Basically, by being a therapist and having therapy, you're saying it's the equivalent of being in multiple marriages. That's not what I said. That's what you said. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But sure, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I I heard therapy is a uh, recession proof, or not recession proof, a future proof. Uh, job future proof Fu- what does that mean like to be a therapist yeah. uh, there's gonna need to be more therapists in the future it's not like an uber driver or pills get better and then yeah you Ruined know oh mushrooms are made legal so you can just do that once and not have to <laughs> sounds like we know who sam's therapist is. i yeah. heard uh the future M- mother guy ther- what heard, i said i heard the future is a therapy proof kind of thing Amen. What does all this mean about the future? I don't know, man. I'm so I'm yeah. I'm moving on. So the world is changing. <laughs> the, the, the the world of financial markets and economy is is a game of Jenga. Thank you, yeah, for that. Jenga. What are what are what are the blocks in this in this metaphor? Stocks, bonds, I would certificates, say, people's I would bodies, say, two dollar bills. I would say the 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 You know what? We'll we'll get to that in a moment. Okay, no, let's talk about it. I'm sorry. No, no, so, never mind. If you don't want to talk about it, I don't want to so talk about it. so so the economy. That's that's what the Jenga. That's what Jenga is, right? Commerce, us participating in the economy, money changing hands, people buying stuff, selling stuff, uh, businesses growing, businesses struggling. That that's all the economy itself, and all the different components of the economy: healthcare, the government, retail, so on, so forth. All that is. The Jenga Tower. Let's call that the blocks and the Jenga Tower. And you got different players pulling out pieces in their own ways. Okay. So, for example, like you have the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve Bank of this country is pulling out pieces of the Jenga and putting them, if I'm not mistaken, I didn't know how Jenga actually works. I didn't you know put you, them up top. I didn't know you put them up top. I only yeah, me fa- either. I think I found that out recently as yeah, well. Yeah. I thought you just pull the blocks out. Yeah. And then you put them on the side. But what I learned from Yehia and Kareem is you, you not only pull them out, but you put them on top. You guys played Jenga earlier today? No, we talked about it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I came up with the analogy. 
nice, dude. Thanks. Amr, do you always we only, use... I, like, I gave you credit twice for it, dude. Jeez. Are you the actual like financial wizard? And then he's just like... You, he's you just know. like my puppet kind of like, yeah. speaking for me. I'm like a ventriloquist. Yeah, here, yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. He's your, you know... Uh, I don't know. Whoever was hired. Chris, right before him. I was reduced to a puppet, you were saying something. Oh, I was saying, uh, do you always use games you've never played in your metaphors? No. Good question. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah, I do. I a lot of my metaphors, I have no idea like what they actually mean. But I like <laughs> when someone starts laughing, he just keeps saying what he's saying. Uh, Once someone stops, he's like, "Yeah, that, that's." I I think that's true for you too, Sam. Business news. Why would you laugh? Like, like I think we all use a lot of metaphors that we've never actually experienced. For example, you and we all came up with that one last time: a watched pot never boils, or, or a watched recession never recesses. Mm-hmm. Sam. How yeah. many times have you watched a pot boil? Several. <laughs> I, I, a large, I, you know, I have an apartment. I don't have a lot of money, so I make a lot of ramen. It's a lot of that. Almost every you, night, you, drunkenly. You actually, you actually will, will watch it boil, or will you walk away? I feel like I have watched it boil. I don't Depending know. Depending on how many drugs you're on, you're watching it. Yeah, no, sometimes I just get stoned and watch the water bubble up. That's a good I'm time. Picturing a, I'm picturing a bleary eyed Sam at three in the morning just That's staring at exactly a pot what that is. Boiling. It's just in a, in a white, sad kitchen. Yeah, with a. Uh, <laughs> I'm scared to say this because of like, I don't know what the cultural rules are, but wearing a wife beater. Am I allowed to say wife beater still? Yeah. You, I think you can say it if you're it's a referencing top. a white guy wearing it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why why a white guy wearing it is permissible to say he's wearing a white beater? Because it's, you know, it's like that. Does your white, white privilege, like, we can knock you down a peg? Yeah, no, I think it's that. It's it's that, like, because if, you know, uh, you're like a black guy and a white beater, like, what are you saying? They're black people. Uh, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. So, okay. it's safe to shit on white people. What were you people. saying, Yahya? So you could just call it a tank top. Yes, that. Isn't it but no, it's the. Dating? I mean, it's not. That would be hurting it and telling people. It's not. It's a full sleeved shirt. It's just the one I wear when I'm hitting my wife. <laughs> so oh, that not, kind of wife beater. Yeah, okay, yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. So just as a recap, uh, Sam, Sam's wife, <laughs> Sam's wife is like up if anyone wants to have sex with her, and he beats her <laughs> in between some, yeah. those sessions. Yeah, no, I'm a very jealous, open man. <laughs> We're we're like eight. That was, that eight was a callback. <laughs> eight minutes in, done. and we've we've addressed it's domestic done. abuse and cuckolding. Yeah, I think we solved it. And I specifically asked. I specifically asked to keep it clean. Keep it clean. It's been vague. He wiped white beating himself. is vague. That's that's for the record. I'm the one who brought up the white beating thing. It was it was it was. <laughs> open-handed. I haven't really brought up anything bad. I've just been condescending to people. The that's whole, true. Yeah. Guys, let's talk about some business stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Jenga. Sh- should we invest in in wife beaters, both the person and the wife clothing item? Uh, if you're investing in Sam himself, yes. No. Oh yeah. <clears throat> um, I think his comedy career is going somewhere. Uh, January 14th. If you guys want to see Sam <laughs> beating someone up, uh, so so it's a game. Of, our economy is a game of Jenga, and we'll we'll get into like who's pulling out the pieces. But I'm sure you can imagine the Federal Reserve. They're pulling out pieces as they raise interest rates. Trump. Pulling out pieces. China's pulling out pieces. Um, corporations in America, like big corporates, especially tech companies like Amazon and Google, they're pulling out pieces. Facebook's pulling out pieces. So we'll get to that. Um, but let's go to our basic basic. 
I always like to start with basic, basic, basic. Bitches. Straight up, straight up, straight up. Bitches. They got Uggs, uh, caramel they got... macchiato, whole ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, basic, right, right, basic bitches. Uggs, caramel macchiato, pumpkin spice latte. Oh, pumpkin spice latte, uh, like yoga pants. Yeah. Yeah. My big hat. Sounds like my daily outfit and my daily routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Amr just took his hat off. Um, so you know, yoga was originally like the way it is now was invented to keep like I forget what someone told me this I don't know if it's true, but <laughs> to keep was like it the was voice it, in your head yeah 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 but to keep a uh, one of them an activity like for for young boys to stop them from masturbating oh is really what, like yoga like the way we do it now was initially. And yeah, it, I got that sour was news true. for you. It doesn't work. No, until yoga pants. It stopped working at yoga pants <laughs> because, you know, they're... Yeah. Talk about your all-time Bucks. biggest backfires. Backfires? Yeah. Are you saying that his nothing. joke didn't pay off? Yeah, no. no I mean, that wasn't great. Yoga pants. Or is it backfire? Oh, the guys who created yoga pants? Well, if you're yeah. if you're creating yoga to stop you from oh, jacking off, right. like yoga pants is about. No, it's a bad move. I mean, it was a great move. I'm a fan. Financially, it's a great move. How are they, if a dude wore yo like yoga pants, and you saw you? What is wrong? You'd be a creep. Well, right. I mean, in in gender fluid 2008 19. I can't even say 18. You just shows. see the outline of his dick in black or whatever color. Ugh. I mean, that's kind of what baseball players don't they have super tight pants? No, they wear cups. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So that's what we're seeing. Yoga cups. Uh, yeah, it's a dick shield. <laughs> uh, back to the market. Yeah, please. Um, so so okay. So let's go basic. So I. I I always like to propose, I propose this 60-20-20 rule. SSS, 60-20-20. goes to safety. Spending it on your rent, your food, your security, your shelter, your, your clothing. 20% goes to the other S, savings. This is where I talk about investing it in the market. And this is 60-20-20 of your income. And then the last 20%. Saddles. So when we run out of money, you can ride your horse Horse again. Down to the 7-Eleven River. River. Um, Down to the 7-Eleven River. So, um, yeah. So, so 60-20-20, S-S-S. What was the last S? I'm trying to, like, like have two parts of my brain working. Like, I'll be having, like, the business, you know, side working and trying Mm -hmm. to talk about business. And then, like, saddles and stuff will come in. And I'm like, oh, turn off business and think saddles. And it's I'm not like, coming from the same place? You have, like, split personality? Y- yeah, I'm bipolar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, like, I'm trying to, like, do this juggling act. It doesn't work, because then I'll just say, like, yeah, saddles, horse, down by the river, 7-Eleven. I'm like, what? What did I just say? I, I got it. Armored, always protect the freak. Yes. What does that mean? What do you think? You don't know. Am I the freak? We got to protect you, Sam. Yeah. All right. I appreciate that. I need protection. <laughs> All right. I'm a weak man. 60, 20, 20. If you make a thousand bucks a week, let's say, 600 bucks towards your safety, 200 bucks towards. <laughs> what are you I'm counting? 600 bucks towards your safety. We're not going to get through this podcast today. <laughs> 600 bucks towards your sa- safety, 200 bucks towards your savings, 200 bucks towards your splurge. As Sam Prickett likes to say, Whiskey and cigarettes. And yoga pants. And yoga pants. As Amr Abdullah would say, Diet Cokes and hookahs. Um, 
Do you, you smoke Do you hookahs? consume yeah. either of those? You want to go to hookah bar? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Hell yeah. Should we record a nice podcast at hookah bar? That's cool. cool. I would be down. That's not a bad idea. Let's I gotta, do it. I got to talk to the hookah bar. Um, sponsor. Sponsor. So, um, 60-20-20 rule. Make 1000 bucks a week. 600-200-200. Um, now, I'd also add in there, by the way, on your splurge, uh, give a small percentage of that to charity. We'll talk about Amen. why. Amen. We'll talk about why. There's multiple reasons for that. Um, and Tax so, breaks. And so we, we've had a wild, wild last quarter. We just finished the fourth quarter of 2018, and the market was down dramatically. You okay? Extremely volatile. I'm burping up a storm. <laughs> okay, here. I was trying to figure out. They're like holding down demons. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> trying to. I'm trying to turn my funny brain on. It's not... <laughs> The saddle oh part's God. trying to take over, but <laughs> that's yeah. all I got. Um, so yeah, uh, so sixty twenty twenty rule. Um, investing that two hundred bucks right now sounds scary AF. Can I say that? I read that everywhere AF, but can I say it? You say it all the time. So you can. Okay. What do people say? Scary as fuck. That's what people say. But then when I'm writing, well, it, like white or like AF, but it's like it has the same syllables. As fuck, so there's no. I I really don't understand. It's just like an internet thing. I I think I know why. I think Instagram. If you do a lot of swears, they take your posts down. So they started doing AF. You can under settings. You can like not show comments with swears. Oh really? Yeah. So if you so like, IG actually does allow you to swear. Is what you're saying? Yeah. If you let, so like I wouldn't be able to see your comment if you swore in it. If you had that setting turned on. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah, you know, I normally say scary as F. You really? <laughs> no. Okay. It's scary as AF? No. <laughs> scary AS space bar so, so, F-U-C-K. So I'm going to ignore that and <laughs> just move on. Um, so, yeah, Wise so it's, it's scary. It's scary. It's right. It's scary. The, the markets were. We had last week. The day after Christmas, the markets went up, I believe. No, I believe the day after Christmas, they went down like several hundred points. And then the next day, they went up a thousand points. We're having like record moves in the market, record volatility. It, Man, it's it's so pretty the, intense. The, the stock market is bipolar. It's just totally. on an emotional, yeah. So it needs it needs some kind of pills right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It needs some Lexapro and it's... Uh, you What's know, Lexapro? It's an anti. It's like a mood stabilizer. Oh, does it work on you? I I, I haven't. I I took a. They gave me a Billify, but it I made me feel like a robot. What's and a Billify? It's another mood stabilizer mm-hmm. thing, but uh, you just feel like not a human. I'm not gonna lie. Like I I, I could use some kind of mood stabilizer. I'm all over the place. I feel well, like I like the were, intensity. Were your abilities improved in life? Ah, uh, no, Billify. I don't know. That. I feed off of. Uh, uh, like intensity, you know what I mean. So like, if I'm super up, I'm like working a lot, and then I'm super down. Then I get like, it's like an, I don't know. I don't I, know how to describe. I I once almost took something called Cymbalta. Have you heard of that? I've heard of it. I've yeah, it's a mood, it's also a mood stabilizer. Uh, it was I was going through my divorce back in 2010, I think. Yeah, and and also the markets were going bananas, and I was like, I had a front row seat at J.P. Morgan to the recession, the Great Recession, and so I was, I was just like, I felt like I was going out of my mind, and so my back was killing me, 
And my doctor was like, hey, why don't you take these? They're, they help your back. But oh, by the way, they're also like an antidepressant, a mood stabilizer. I'm like... Antidepressant or anti-anxiety? I don't know. Because I would imagine all those like, okay. Antidepressant. I would imagine all those Wall Street guys would t- be on like crazy amounts of anti-anxiety meds. Because I imagine oh that is God. very stressful. I mean, I was not on anything. Yeah. So I take the Cymbalta. I'm like, man, I, I don't want to take medicine or drugs, you know? I put them in my top shelf when I got home. Uh, of my closet where I hang my coats, like right by the foyer. And I looked at them. I'm like, for a week until you kept them under the pillow to just take it. Yeah. No, no. I I put them up there and I was like, all right, I'm going to count 90 days from now. If I don't feel better in 90 days from my own, like whatever, personal prayers and and everything else I'm doing, I'm going to take those. And, and if I do feel better, I'll just leave them up there. and I'll just look at them like, or whatever, you know, they'll just be there. And I'll say, okay, cool. I, w- I, w- I didn't need them. But I put them up there like as if I'm going to take them. And so 90 days passed, and I looked up there, and I'm like, man, I'm way better. So it was almost like going to the doctor, getting them, putting them up there, the samples he gave me. He gave me, like, whatever, a three-month sample. And then going through my process for three months, I didn't end up needing them. It's, it's like when yeah. you're having a really bad trip, and your friends drive you to the hospital parking lot, and they're like, hey, we can go in if you want. And you're like, Hospital seems like a terrible place if you're already having a bad trip and then just go and you see a bunch of sick and dying people. You're like, I guess I'm one of these now because I guess I'm here. Why would I be here if I wasn't also dying? <laughs> well, bro, if you've OD'd on some sort of... You can't OD on psychedelics. Sounds like someone has experience in this. You think you're dying. If someone took a ton... Of <laughs> I've been there. If someone took die. a ton of mushrooms or marijuana or something, you, I'm sure you can... No. No, you can't die. You can snap. You can see too much, but your body's going to be alive. Wow. Well, unless you, like, jump out a window. Yeah, but then the, the hitting the ground is killing you. That's, where you need, that's when you needed the hospital, right? Probably, yeah. All right. Uh, so, so the markets are crazy. The markets need some kind of pill. Uh, the markets need some kind of, of anti-anxiety drug. But, but that's what's happening right now is the markets are wacky and the markets are wild. And it makes a ton of sense. There's so many things going on in the world between trade wars the Federal Reserve raising interest rates. We talked last time about how sensitive our economy is to interest rates moving up. And the Federal Reserve was doing that to kind of like, you know, um, land the airplane of the economy uh, smoothly onto a runway because our economy has been, doing, has been doing very well for nine straight years. That runway is paved in gold. For the Federal Reserve? For shizzle. <laughs> um so uh, the Federal Reserve, uh, Trump and the trade war, global growth, the globe, other countries like China, Japan, Germany are all slowing down in their economies. In fact, I think Germany had a negative growth rate recently. So, so that, we're, because we're such a global world, that's going to Negative impact. growth? Yeah. They basically... It's yeah, like when you drink. Dick goes it's inside shrunk. itself. Yeah, no. It's like you have whiskey dick. We're like, no, it's not small. It's negative growth. It's like... <laughs> That's exactly what what a recession is. <laughs> is it's it's your it's your penis what going in on itself? Yeah, it's when uh, like you sit down funny, and like your dick just kind of goes inside itself, and it's really uncomfortable. Oh I guess, what? I'm not kidding you. My niece. What? My niece. Like and it other goes inside. Yeah. Like yeah. a pussy does. Well, maybe not that far. Uh, You're the one who like, brought this up, Sam. Did I? Whiskey dick, you called it. Yeah, but that's not when it goes inside. It's just when it is small. Uh. Like in the cold, does the same thing. All right. I, I'm not kidding you. My niece, who's like 20 years old or 19 years old, listens to this podcast. She loves it. And I just feel like well, such a jerk. I'm sorry. 
I feel like such a jerk. Sorry, Amr's she, niece. Am I, am I wrong to feel that way? Or a should I just tell jerk her? For, she doesn't have to listen to You're it. You're right. I'm going to tell her not listen to this. <laughs> I mean, she's going to listen to it. Now we're going to have instead of... Hey, Amr's niece, do you think I'm funny? We're, we're, <laughs> we're going to be down to one fan, Kareem. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so yeah. So, it's a, it's, it's a scary time to invest. But here's my thing. Invest... Anyway, despite the chaos, despite all the shoes that can drop, I'm saying invest anyway. In, I'm basically saying run into a burning building. That's what I'm saying. This economy is, is like a burning building, and I'm saying run into it. Just uh, why? <laughs> <laughs> I got to check my notes. <laughs> 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 no, here's why. All right, so so money, you got to think of money as like a flow. Money's like an energy. It's, it's like a stream. Flow. It's a stream. It's like it's like water coming out of a fire hose. Mm-hmm. Or like or like for our yogi pants wearing friends, it's like breath. The breath. Breasts. <sighs> zen. Yeah, zen. Money goes in and out of our lives. Shut up. Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for not sneezing into the... Thank you for not sneezing into the microphone. Wait, did you just say bless you in... Uh, uh, I'm sorry, yeah. bless you. I was rude. Can you say it again? Allah yirhamak. Actually, may God, have, may God have mercy on you, which is kind of like may God bless you. A little bit different. Yeah. Mercy and blessing are different. Um, that one sounds more sinister. Which one? Like sneezing implies you did something bad, so like may have may God have mercy on that sneeze. Oh. Is that how? Like like your sneeze is causing us to want mercy for you. Yeah, you did right. Some, it was like, like you did uh, something bad. Yeah, by sneezing. I think it's just a it's, a it's just like a wish. Like may may you have a bunch yeah. of mercy. In your okay, life. sure. Okay, but not because of the blood. So I, I, um, so I'm saying run into that burning building. Why? Because it's kind of what Ted said a uh, uh, a couple weeks ago. Which was like, um, when everyone's scared, you want to be investing. And when everyone's greedy and the party's running hard, you want to be selling. You want to be pulling out. That's a basic idea around... Always pull out. Yeah, especially when things are getting exciting. Because, you know, pretty soon you got a little... How did I bring this upon myself? I feel like what's happening is like the energy is so crazy oh, here yeah. that I, the word pull out came out of I my mind. I think it's that open door, honestly. I think oh, there's just think too it? much bleeding from... Uh, there's a draft of bad ideas. All right, close the door, Kareem. Let's see how this podcast goes from here on out. I kind of like it the way it's going right now, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Great. I think it's fun. Well, um, Sam, Sam and me are basically an echo chamber. Yeah. It's like anyone's Twitter feed. They're just like, yeah. Yeah. And we just you guys are you guys are bros on Twitter insulting each other. Well, no, we're we're just saying like, yeah, those damn Muslims. I don't think I've said that one time. (laughs) You're on your own here. (laughs) Chris has just got someone's outnumbered. Chris just got back from rural Florida. (laughs) Yeah, forgive me. Sorry, gotta shake it off. (laughs) Um, So so I run into that burning building. So money's a flow. Money's a flow, and what happens is. Um, as, as shoes begin to drop, like the Federal Reserve raising interest rates, um, Trump creating a trade war with China, global Probably growth Probably a lot of loafers down. in those dropping shoes, right? 
That's um, what businessmen wear. Yeah, Gucci loafers, I leather. Hit myself. Yeah. yeah, penny loafers. Um, so yeah, so so with so all these shoes that can drop, guess what? Everyone starts getting afraid. All the investors, all, anyone who is involved in the stock market, starts getting afraid because they're human beings, and they're like, "Oh my god, we've been having a rallying stock market for nine years. All this shit's about to end. Let me pull my money out and hoard it." I'm going to hoard my money. Let me sell all my stocks. I'm going to hoard, 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 hoard. And they think that by hoarding money, they're solving their anxiety. They're worried about the flow of the stock market returns or the stock market gains is going to end. And they're so afraid that they sell, sell, sell in order to think that they can, you know, prevent the flow from stopping. Do I make sense so far? Yeah, I don't know a lot about this word. I still don't know anything about any of this, <laughs> despite being on this podcast uh, several times. So, Did but I, 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 yeah. Chris, yeah, hey, do you guys get that so far? Yeah. If I'm understanding you correctly, you're saying running into, run into this burning building and spending is like flow, therefore it's like kind of pulling out the fire? Is that like what I'm saying? Water in the building? <laughs> no, that's not. You're, not no. Okay. No, I'm saying you run into the burning building, so you burn to death. And then I get whatever, you know, write me into your will. All right. Running into the burning building is not the best metaphor. <laughs> then why'd you say it? <laughs> you keep using these metaphors it, that you don't okay, understand. Wait, right? Have you never run into a burning building as well? I have not. <laughs> I use all these metaphors that I haven't actually looked. No, It's like pissing in the wind, but your piss is quarters. And you know. <laughs> See, I told you no one lives these metaphors. Who pisses into the wind? So, so a better does. metaphor would be like a river. And you're a rock, and instead of just going with the river, don't jump out on the side because then you get left behind. Oh, okay, that works. But but hold on, I like that. So he's saying he's saying being in the market and investing in the market is like flowing in a river. You're on the river, you're flowing. Now, here comes a rock. He's saying don't just jump out the river and sit on the riverbank while the thing keeps flowing. No, just go around the rock. Or go over the waterfall. Be okay to be with the bump. You've introduced a waterfall now. Yeah. Hold on. Another way to do the burning building is <laughs> it looks like it's burning with the Federal Reserve. Wait, is the river flowing into the building? <laughs> Jesus. The burning building is on the riverbank. Because if there's a river flowing into it, like I'll go in. Man. Is a <laughs> no, this is a bad one. Building? I think this is the worst. Why one. are you sitting? <laughs> why are you sitting facing me with your legs wide open? <laughs> I was trying to be open. That's, that's Sam asking had, you to. That's me listening. This like, is not a business podcast today. This is like, if you're listening for a business, you just hang up. Hang I don't. Up. I don't think closing the door helped at all. No. Yeah. Um. So. So. Made it more echoey. It looks like it's a burning building. Okay. It looks like it's a burning building. It appears to be a burning building with the Fed raising interest rates, global growth slowing down, China, Japan, Germany, uh, other other countries. Um, it looks like it's a burning building with, with um, big tech having all the problems it's having. And so I'm saying everyone's trying to run out of that building because they think it's going to burn down. I'm saying don't run with them. Run towards the building that appears to be burning down. Because in essence, that burning is gold shimmering. Yeah. Oh, man. And then you can steal shit out of all their apartments. I, my business brain is slowly shutting down. I'm trying to get the other brain out. <laughs> you can have both. I'm trying, bro. It ain't working. <laughs> so, um, so, so money's a flow. 
And he, here's why I'm saying run towards that building that appears to be burning but is really laced in gold. Money's a flow. And it, if you try and like hoard your money, it's like hoarding your breath. If you, if you try and hold your breath, you just die on the inside. And if you've ever met anyone... And who, later, you literally die as well. If you hold on to it, <laughs> that's yeah, hold suffocation. Your yeah. so you suffocate yourself. Exactly. Actually, you can't do that. You have an involuntary response that will cause you to breathe again. If, you if you're a pussy, I can, I can kill myself by holding my breath, dude. <gasps> We're waiting for Sam to die. <laughs> this is too. This is too, I don't want to commit to this. Thank you. I can. Just keep my whole, you know. We'll just stick with the noose. Yeah, that's right. Sam has his, uh, for those listening, Sam has his microphone wire wrapped around his neck. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so, yeah. So, money's a flow. And if you try and hoard money... Just like you hoard, you know, and breath is a flow. Money's a flow and breath is a flow. Water out of a hose is a flow. If you try and hold your breath in, you're going to kill yourself. You're suffocating yourself. If you try and hoard your money, you know, which people, when they're afraid, that's how they deal with their anxiety. They hoard their money. You're also going to hurt yourself, you know. Um, so you got to let and money And you're going to be a hoarder. Hoarder, exactly. So, uh, so I, I'm saying... Your twenty percent that continues to you, you continue to put aside for savings, even when markets are going down, have the courage to continue to put that money in the market, i.e., flow your money, keep flowing it as opposed well, to. Well, aren't you getting more for your money when the market goes down? Yeah, you do. You are. However, most people are afraid. Like, wait, this thing's gonna keep going down. Why would I put my money in there? That's the craziest thing in the world. And I'm saying no. When's okay. the time? Like right now, right now, or should we get it, make it, let it get a little rockier first, just to see, right. and then once it's that like nothing, that's when you go in. You know, once the the uh, the oil is gone, you know, uh, reptiles. Once the are, engine's running on fumes. Over. Yeah. And the reptiles have taken over. Yeah, we have like that's when you want it again. Look, look, trying to time the market is almost impossible in my experience. Okay. Okay. But, but what you do want to do is have a steady flow of investment. You want, it's, again, it's a flow. You want to keep putting your money in regularly. And if it goes down this week, put it in. If it goes down the week after, Dude, put it I in. I think that's a, a brilliant outlook because that's something I've recently been struggling with because um, I have Stash set up to deposit a certain amount of money each week. And every week it's going down. And I'm like, why am I continuing to do this? Like, should I stop doing this? And so you just answered a question that I didn't even think to ask. So you, so you did have a worry about that. Yeah, I was like, I, maybe I should just stop investing right now and just hold on to this cash until it stops going down and then invest. Yeah. Yeah. H- holding on to that cash, right, is cutting off the flow. Yeah. And, and, and cutting off the flow is like holding your breath. You know, that's or, the or holding it while you uh, are in midstream, which is very uncomfortable. Exactly. You don't want to hold your breath while you're midstream. No. Is it like holding your breath or is it like having money and not losing it potentially? I mean, it, look, if you, if, you, if you have money yeah. and you stop investing and you cut off the flow of sure, your money, sure, sure. Think, think of that lifestyle. Yeah. You know, I mean, we can take it to extreme. Like, did you guys ever watch... Um, Scrooge McDuck. Remember when we were kids? Did you guys is this a that? Movie, yeah. uh, show that you also haven't seen? <laughs> no, this I, this I was all over when I was a kid. Okay, I've right. seen Scrooge. Scroo- like, you know, like, Scrooge McDuck is based off of another thing. I would guess. Uh, Sam, don't say the Jews. No, what? No, I was all right. I mean, that's not exactly what I was gonna say. 
for the record, it was a white genteel that said that, not me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm on your side, though. Hey, I'm not gentle. <laughs> um, no, so, so um, yeah, Scrooge yeah. was not very happy. Yeah. My guess is he was based off the Christmas Grinch Scrooge, right? Um, I have no, I, I think it's older. Than like the, Charles Dickens, like, didn't he... Charles Dickens yeah. was like well, that was that was the thing I was going. Scrooge yeah. McDuck is, is I'm like sure. the same story, but with a duck. Exactly, way funner. Um, so yeah, so that guy wasn't happy. He was swimming in his gold coins mm-hmm. all the time. Remember that? Yeah. Not gonna lie, I wanted to swim in those gold coins too. Oh, yeah. But like, it's like you, a ball pit. I imagine it's less fun than a ball pit. I would, exactly. Coins I would are cold. They're painful. hard. Yeah. yeah. Cash so, would be cool. So, um, so swimming in cash. Yeah. That'd be kind of one dollar bills, hundred dollar bills. Way It'd be too so expensive. dirty though. Like like you used one dollar bills. You can clean them. I, I mean, you get them at the bank. Brush every one dollar bill. Yeah. Because you know there's traces of cocaine on like a hundred percent of every dollar bill. Yeah. I mean, what right? else do you use dollar bills for? <laughs> Strippers and coke. That's yeah. So um so yeah so that's kind of what I'm talking about here is is mm-hmm. flow yeah you know money is a flow and, and, and then he starts giving it to people and then now he's like oh, I'm happy because I gave like you know this uh, this kid with no legs a turkey for Christmas or whatever exactly yeah. that Scrooge did that yeah I think so someone had like a fucked up kid and then he uh, gave him I don't know like a raise or something right right actually I think I remember that from the Dickens novel yeah. or whatever okay. Yeah, so um, so so that's that's what I'm saying about continuing to invest despite um, a lot of the, the the volatility we're experiencing right now. So hopefully, I've reframed for you guys how to think about money. Um, you know, like water out of a hose or breath out of a. Well, Ted said something uh, interesting too. He's like, over the last I don't know, a couple of decades. There were like 11 moments where you needed to be in the market to actually see the returns that you'd need to like yeah. justify being in the market. <clears throat> and there's no way that you're going to like predict Time that. one of those 11. Right. Time that. Yeah. So I think, you know, you pointing out that like, you know, I did this for 10 years, timing the market is next to impossible. I think that's, that's such an easy trap to fall into. Like 11 specific events that happen or well, just, just randomly it... Market, eleven peri- market changes. Eleven periods of time, whether they're just one month or one year, that's sometimes when you get the big boost in the stock market. It goes from it goes from a level of ten thousand to like mm-hmm. twelve thousand in that three month window. Well, there's no like, connection oh. between those. There's nothing that happens that, like that. Those events have like similar time frame wise. Yeah, yeah. There are events that the economy is usually booming. Yeah. <clears throat> but how do you time when the economy is going to boom? Well, I was, yeah. I, well, I was kind of asking, like, what makes that, like, like, did we just go to war or did we, you know, make some new bomb to, like, you know. Both are great examples. Yeah. Right? We, ma- we make a new bomb and we suddenly feel like we're the strong, you know, nu- nuclear or whatever. Sure. We're the strongest. And so it's like, whoa, wait a minute. This is a game changer. Mm-hmm. American stock market should be much higher. Yeah. And so then it's like, boom. Now, would you have been able to, like, wisely just dump in hundreds of thousands of dollars into the market right before that bomb was created or whatever like no so if you steadily are always in the market that's my point is to play the long game mm-hmm. oh hey i got a i got a question for you what how do you uh um reconcile keeping powder dry and staying in the market 
So, um, so this is the 60-20-20 rule. 20% should just be going into the market of, of your money at all times, uh-huh. every week, every month, whatever it is. Now, sometimes people have extra money or they save more. So if you want to save 30% and you have an extra 10%, right? Let's say you make really good money. Let's say you make five grand a week, you know, and we're talking about much bigger numbers here. Then if you like, we all do from this podcast, especially making so much money. No, but there's actually, there's, there's this, um, there's a lot of millennials who are doing this where they're saving 70% or 80% of their income and they're living on like just peanuts a day. They live in a little studio. They eat ramen every day. Yeah, they, 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 so they save so much. So I'm saying, whoa, 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 of that seventy percent you're saving, you crazy person. Um, but some people do it. They're, it's called fire. Financially independent. My my buddy's paying five grand a month on his student loans. Is he really? Yeah. Wow. Crazy. So uh, there's some millennials out there who are saving 70, 75% of their income so they can retire at thirty nine or forty years old, and it's working. It's happening. Um, but I'd be saying, okay, whoa, whoa, slow down. Only invest 20% of the 70% you're saving. The other 50%, keep your powder dry. You want to look for what Sam was talking about, where reptiles start coming out, the, the, the economy's on fumes, the car is kind of like sputtering out, the Jenga tower is about to fall. That's when you want to start investing, you know, and keeping your powder dry for those Dude, rainy, rainy days. awesome. I love that. Yeah? Which yeah. part? Like the um, continue to invest your 20%, but keep uh, anything else you save dry for when the market seemingly bottoms out and then you dive in headfirst with all that extra geish. Yep. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, gang- it's a gangster move. Yeah. Right? You're, you're, you're running into the apparently burning building <clears throat> and being like, yo, I got a fire suit Well, on. you're putting 20% yeah. of yourself in that. Like a financial brave heart. Like, yeah. with the sword riding the horse. Oh, I'm William Wallace. Mm-hmm. So, um, now, now, have this you never seen that movie? <laughs> oh, no, I have. Does he not sound like that? He doesn't. He never Oi. says that. <laughs> um, so, it's impossible for me to talk, think business, and laugh. I don't know why I can't do this. So, just talk business. Because money isn't we'll funny. Laugh. Money is not funny, I guess so. It's super serious. Now, maybe, now, hey, maybe that's the name of the podcast. Money isn't funny. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even on my. <laughs> just, ha ha. Um. So uh, now this this fear and greed thing, you know, is really interesting. Like like because everyone's afraid that the flow of money is going to stop. They all get anxious and everyone just starts running out of the building and stop investing and they hoard their money. Like, I think that fear drives a lot of the headlines we see in the newspapers. Like Trump and the trade war, for example. Like he's, he and a lot of Americans are worried that we're going to lose our perch as the number one economy in the richest country in the world. Mm-hmm. And How would we lose it to China? Right? China is the most likely. China. Yeah, China. Um, so he's, he's afraid of that. And as a result of that fear, instead of like dealing with his anxiety, he's like, "Let's start a trade war with him." Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, he's just Very like literally reactionary. total reaction. He's like hurting our economy. He's hurting their economy. Every other country and human being on the earth is he's getting hurting hurt by Russia's him. economy. Everyone, including Russia. So um, you he's know, like a you know a 
12 year old like theater girl like uh cutting herself to get back at the kids at school who bully her you know We're yeah. Like, yeah i'll show you guys really you're not doing anything that sounds like it's coming from fun of those dumb scars deep, deep place Sam. huh what there, black swan black, have you heard of black swan i, I don't uh, african-american swan thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> um so Thank you for. I'm woke. <laughs> Anyone who says they're woke? Oh, they're the biggest piece of shit. It's fucking. <laughs> they're the least woke. It's really like, like white dudes that go to bars wearing, like, I'm a feminist, like, t shirt, and you're like, something is wrong. Have here. you seen someone do that? Yes, before? several oh, people. Too you can go to, like, Wicker Park and shit. You're like, they're, you're, a, a you're a monster. They identify as they or yeah, them. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's all garbage. Wow. Don't trust that guy. Excuse me. So um, Zuckerberg, another example. Facebook is a dumpster fire these days. And like they're just making really terrible decisions uh, with how they are running their company. All the shit they're not disclosing about how bad Russia hacked our elections. Um, they're just like they're desperate. Like they're worried that the flow of money is going to stop. And so they just like start lying and making things worse. And it's like, yo, if you would just stop for a second, breathe, feel your body. Get present with your how you're vibing at a million miles an hour, and you're worried about your whole you know uh, lifestyle falling apart. Chill, maybe more lying, and you know being like you know money as a drug. Like oh, I gotta, I gotta get my money. I gotta, I gotta, yeah. You know, it's like, dude, chill. Yeah, stop fiending stop. for numbers. Totally fiending. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm saying that's another example of money. And flow and worried about the flow stopping. When has the flow ever stopped? If we just stop thinking, chill. We can't stop the flow. Yeah, you got it. God damn it. <clears throat> um, uh, the flow's never stopped. When has the flow of money ever stopped? Like Great Depression. I mean, it slows down. And it becomes, instead of like a full-blown throttle, it definitely becomes like narrow there. Maybe there's a kink in the hose. But like... It it guess what a year or two later it opened back up you know what I mean like we figure it out people are like, it's the lifeblood of the economy people need to spend money to get stuff and they need to pay the rent they need to do this they need to do that so so money it, it just doesn't operate that way yeah. in Arabic you people are like it's apocalyptic thinking to think it, like everything is going to like ah, you're just like you kind of have a self inflated like view of what things are right now yeah I mean look shit can get bad don't get me wrong. And we can have that kind of apocalypse moment, um, but but it'll like our government, for example, will do everything it can to keep that stock market up because they all benefit from the stock market so much because they're wealthy typically, um, and they want to keep the, the the wealthy wealthy. And and so so if shit really hit the fan, we're all in trouble. Like it, it's just you know. Well, the government can also uh, insider trade legally. How? Can't uh, don't all of the um, the Federal Reserve rep- representatives they're allowed to inside well, the Federal trade? Reserve is not a government agency. Correct, it's independent. You're right. It's not fucking crazy. But still, the Federal Reserve Chairman is appointed or nominated appointed by the President of the United States. Awesome. And, and right now we got a good guy to do that. Exactly right. Right now, Trump is giving Jerome Powell, the current Fed President, 
a hard time because he's the Fed president is raising interest rates, making money more expensive in this country, making car loans more expensive, making mortgage loans more expensive. And Trump is like, stop raising interest rates. And they're like, yo, we're independent of you. We don't have to listen to you, Trump. And he's like, stop raising interest rates. They're like, we're ignoring you. And so Trump's like, all right, I want a meeting with you. Come to the White House. And now everyone's like, oh, shit. Is Powell actually going to go to the White House and talk to Trump? What's the worst thing that can happen to him? Like besides, at the White House? Yeah. He get peed on. He can get raped, probably. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Trump would bust out a bar. So that's the worst thing. That's probably not going to happen. But that's probably the worst. He could get murdered. That would be bad. Um, <laughs> or he could he could uh, you know be said no to, which is a, a form of rape. Honestly, uh, w- w- <laughs> um, the worst thing business wise that could happen is the markets perceive that the Fed is no longer, the Federal Reserve is no longer independent. And they believe that Trump is driving the bus on interest rates and the economy. And if they think that a person who's that volatile, like Donald Trump, listening to his impressions and his, you know, listening to his, 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 his uh, passions, not impressions, listening to his passions and his whims, he's the one in charge of our economy, I think you'd have a huge decline in the stock market. I think you're wrong. <laughs> That's actually not a bad Trump. How funny would it be if we had a president that impersonated other president? He just did impressions, <laughs> and he's just like he gives a speech as a new president each time. Yeah. Right, that'd be great. That's fake news. Yeah. Today he's gonna be Lincoln. Four score and seven years ago. <laughs> he just gives the speeches. <laughs> like so, we're, we're we're thinking about we're about to land on Mars. Four score. And so it's just the get the Gettysburg address. <laughs> he goes into the Gettysburg address. Yeah. I'd like to see a good impression of George Washington. To be honest, I think it'd be cool. I don't know if anyone knows what he sounds like. Do we know what he's... Are there, like, recorders back then? Mm. Like, the 1700s? The asking that question means you're pretty fucked <laughs> Right? What? Why? <laughs> it was 1776. They can listen yeah, to music, but, right? They had, like, didn't records. Didn't no. they have the phone? No. Yeah, like the wax tubes where you'd, re- like, record something. Yeah. And listen they to had it parties yeah. and stuff. I think that the, the, was, like... No, they had instruments that people would come together as a band and play, but they didn't have recordings. The cranky thing. That was, like... I, I gotta think that's like 1900, 1920. Yeah, yeah, that, that's like the LPs. Like, that's just spinning the LPs. Not right. Dude, we went from record. I don't know. We went from record player to like CD in like 20, 30 years in the 70s and 80s. There's no way. And then CD to iPod in like 15. Yeah, I know. So before the record player was probably some crank thing in the 1900s. It was, it was wax. Um, you keep saying wax. Because <laughs> they're called like wax canisters. <laughs> Really? Yeah, and like you would record something on it, and it would play like vertically. It's like an LP, but instead it would of spin flat, around like it would like this, like, like it's in the microwave or something. Yeah, exactly. And then oh, there would cool. just be like a needle playing on it. Really? Yeah. Huh. Wild. I I, I think I don't know what an LP is. <laughs> That's just wrong. All I know is limited partnership. It oh. sounded right. You could really just make up anything. Yeah. Like, yeah, actually, music they would they would carve uh, the lyrics into the backs of cows, and they would. <laughs> And then the cow would just sing it out. Yeah, they would like, kick the cow in the shins, and then they were like, "Carrot knows they would just shit. milk it, and good music would come out." Yeah, yeah. music would come out. The, the different cow. notes for each utter. Uh, so, so yeah, so that that's that's the reframing I wanted to give you guys about money, and how a lot of our headlines are driven by everyone fearing that the flow is going to stop, and. And, every, and, and, and greed. Fear and greed are the two emotions that drive the stock market the most and just general markets and business the most. Fear and greed and, and business decision, decisions. And both are based on, you know, 
fear that the flow is going to stop. Mm-hmm. So when the good times are good, when the getting's good, you know, everyone's like, oh, oh, let's get as much as we can before the flow stops. Oh, oh, oh. And so you just start making really bad decisions and hurting yeah. people because you're afraid the flow is going to stop. Those are two just, very reactionary emotions, yep. like the two. Exactly. Are, there, are there no like logical people? Because you kind of paint this world like they're all just kind of weird reptilian kind of people, just be, like functioning on only like 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 survival instinct. Yeah. Is that kind of how it is? Of just a bunch of freaked out dudes trying to figure it out. I mean, yeah, that's that's what <laughs> that's most terrifying. human beings. In, in, well, yeah. Have you walked outside and talked to someone before? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm shut in. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I think I think the, average, the the level of anxiety in America is so high in general. That's what most market participants are how they're behaving. You know? That's why therapists is a future proof job. Future proof job. Yes. Oh man, I go to a, a dominatrix and I call her a therapist because uh, you know. All right, uh, Ahmed, I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, I know how you keep saying um, money's a flow <laughs> and keep investing. <laughs> Um, I remember one point you had mentioned, you know, because of the tech uh, companies all dropping and, you know, you mentioned that you would be, there would be a point where you feel like you might want to reinvest in them. Yeah. Do you think this is that point or not yet? Ooh, good question. Well, okay. So some of them are down big. So like Apple right now today is hitting a 52 week low. Yeah. Right. Um, I would say you definitely want to be allocating some of that 200, that 20%, that 200 bucks into tech stocks, given they're declining. However... This is where I'd say continue to keep powder dry. Um, I think all hell could break loose on tech companies. I think that, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later more. But I So invest in <coughs> tech stocks. Just know that it is a bad idea. If you were to invest all of it, <laughs> it's uh-huh. a bad idea. Okay. If you were to invest a portion of it right now, sure. it's, it's called dollar cost averaging. Yeah. You basically want if you invest two hundred. It's this a week, risky bargain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want to be an yeah, old. Yeah. It's sailor. a risky bargain. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for the jargon. Uh huh. Risky bargain. Uh, if if you um, let's see, if you were to put two hundred in this week, and two hundred in the following week, I would have no money. <laughs> in your case, yes. And 200 in the third week and 200 in the fourth week. Guess what? You're investing at different prices each week. Possibly gradually lower prices, possibly gradually higher prices. But if you take the average of all those four weeks, that's probably not a bad price. You averaged into tech stocks. You, you bought Apple this week. You bought Apple next week. You bought Apple the week before, the week after, and the week after. You now have gotten in at four different entry points. And so your average price is probably going to be lower if it continues to decline, for example. Um, but to take like all your stash, you know, your 10 grand and put it all into Apple right now or Amazon is not a wise move. Yeah. Why? Because I think tech stocks could have a lot more room to fall. All hell could break loose. They could become regulated in a really, really powerful way by the U.S. government because they are lying through their teeth about how bad our country was hacked by Russia and how bad there's so many you know, meme creators out there from, you know, sinister sources. What about Amazon? What are they down? Do you know? Uh, like they're 30? in the 52-week low. 
Yeah, they might be down to 30%. I, I think these companies can go down a lot, man, like 50 to 60, 70%. Yeah. If, if things get really bad. I mean, look, here's this is what I was going to talk about later, and my grandma was going to talk about, but I'll bring it up now, and she'll probably talk about it too. Um, these, guys, these guys lie a lot because they know how many billions of dollars they're making. They lie a lot. They want to keep that gravy train going. You know why? Because they're afraid of the money flow stopping. So they lie a lot. So what does that mean? What else are they lying about on their accounting books? I'm not saying tech companies are cooking the books. I'm not saying that. I'm just could pretty easily because they know how to do that. You know what I mean? They know quick Yeah, they know the numbers and they know how the the code and stuff, right? I imagine it's all code now. (laughs) Numbers and code. No, I mean, look, accounting is accounting. It doesn't matter if you're a tech company or you're making caterpillar backhoes. Okay. Um, But but I appreciate the backhoes. I was trying to. Yeah, that was a good effort. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I, I feel like I Sam, just shamed you've, Sam. You've really <laughs> revealed yourself this episode. <laughs> Rub my nose in my own dumb thoughts. I I, I want to say, yeah, yeah. Like, I want to, I wanna like, yes and you. Mm-hmm. The classic comedy rule, yes and. Mm-hmm. And I struggle to because I'm like, wait, no, no. Tech, tech companies aren't better at accounting than any other company. Mm-hmm. But maybe I should go with it for a minute and be like, No, yeah, tell yeah. me when I'm wrong. Well, no, no. Maybe I just didn't know. I assumed everything was online. So by being a tech company, they're making their own, like... This is where my dilemma whatever. is in this podcast. Like, like I want to say yes and to you, right? I want to be like, yeah, yeah. They're way better at accounting... Uh, cook, yeah. Cooking the books, but that wasn't even a companies. joke. That that statement came out of ignorance for not uh, knowing, which is also where my jokes come from. But I don't generally mean them. Yeah, those are usually intentional. Yeah, intentional uh, stupidity. Mm-hmm. This was unintentional. Correct. <laughs> it's hard to differentiate them, bro. Oh man, yes, it is. Man, this was a real, a real rib bash. I forgot my own name in the process. <laughs> All right. Well, can I meet your grandmother? Your your name is William Wallace. Oi. Oi. <laughs> uh, so yeah, tech companies are 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 hard to trust right now, is what I'm saying. And so I don't know how I don't know if they're gonna fall further, but I, yes, I do believe tech stocks will fall further. I don't know how far further. I would keep powder dry, is what I'm trying to say. Let us please move on. I have a quick question, though. Go um, for it, bro. Do you think it's ever going to get as good as it was or better? What do you specifically mean? So, like, if if one company right now, like, tanks, like, 50% or something crazy like that, do you ever think that that company is going to be able to recover to whatever it was? Above and beyond where we are? Okay. So, like, for example, Apple's 52-week high was probably, like, I don't know, $230 stock price. Yeah. That was their all-time high forever. Yeah. You're saying, hey, if they go down to like a hundred bucks, do you think it one may, one day might get back to two thirty and maybe even go to two fifty and two sixty? Yeah, because like if if there are government regulations and like they lose like a huge portion of what they can do, wouldn't it be like like all those people that invested in I forgot what that company was and they just like completely disappeared off the face of the earth like Enron? Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so the answer to your question. From an index perspective, like if you were to invest in, like, say, 10 technology companies, then the answer to your question is yes. I do believe they would actually climb back above and beyond to a new all-time high. However, if you're going to pick one, Apple, and say, yo, 
I'm gonna once Apple gets down to 100 bucks, I'm gonna put all my money in just this one company, and I bet it's gonna get back above its all-time high, like 240, 250, 300, 400. I would say to you, be careful, because any one company is very risky to individually invest in. Anything could happen with that one. Tim Cook, God forbid, could have a heart attack or get hit by a bus or something. And or, it's like, or molested by Kevin Spacey or something. Exactly. Right? I mean, Apple is getting into Hollywood. It's so bad he quits his job as CEO. That'd be crazy. Or, um, or so good. Yeah. So who would take over from Tim Cook? I'm sure there's a bunch of lieutenants that Tim Cook has. but Joni Ive. There you go, Joni Ive. So Steve Jobs was, was awesome. Tim Cook is not a Steve Jobs, but he's pretty good. Who's the next guy? I don't know. You know, so, so you want to be careful with any one company. However, you can bet on Apple, Amazon, Facebook, Google, all of them put together and put your money into them. And you, I'd feel a lot better about that one day re-arriving at its all-time high. You know, it's interesting. Like, Stash has, like, some options where you can do that. Like, they, like blue chips. Have you you've seen that? Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, it's a bunch of different companies and it'll be, like, and like the top companies or something like that and then it's like a little percentage of each and then you just by investing this one investment like putting $100 into blue chips or whatever it's investing in all these companies at a certain percentage exactly so it's pretty that, cool that's what I strongly recommend for people in general is to open up their Stash or Robinhood account that was Stash you said? yeah that was Stash yeah open up these accounts and do not invest in individual stocks in general as you put your 200 bucks a week or whatever your 20% is you want to invest in um a collection of stocks. You want to diversify your investment. The more diversify your portfolio. You heard it here first, kids. You got to diversify. From Sam, from I me. can barely put a fucking word together. <laughs> from, from I had a hard time saying that sentence. <laughs> we would trust anything that comes out diversify. of that mouth, Sam. We would trust anything. That's bad. You know, Except. You you're vomit. If anyone's looking to bone Sam's wife, now is a great time. Um, Call 1-800-FUCK-ME. <laughs> I thought it was 1-800-CUCK-ME. Set up my own... Oh, fuck. Set up my own toll-free line. To get. Not going to make any money, Sam. Uh, I don't, I'm not trying to make money. It's the love of the game. Hey. He just loves watching his wife get plowed by other men. <laughs> Hey, you've been way dirtier than me on this podcast. Chris, yeah, we're losing Chris. It's crazy, man. We're losing Chris. You should fire him. He's just picking up what you're putting down, bro. <laughs> I'm not putting anything down. The, mo- the moral of this... family-oriented... The, mo- the moral of the story here about money and flow is, is if people were to handle anxiety about money really well, calm down, feel yourself in your body, breathe, get some advice from people, think about it, if you handle your anxiety about money, watch yourself get rich AF. <laughs> That's the moral of the story. Let's move on. Let's talk about why the most likely. So let's, we're, we're sitting here January 2nd, 2019. and the year of our Lord. The year of our Lord. And That uh, sounds so weird to hear out loud. What? 2019? Okay. It's just a year. <laughs> I don't know why. 2019, because it that's, hasn't been this yet. That's the future, man. Now it's not. It's the present I know, now. It's the present. And it yeah. I know we got awesome phones and shit, but we're the flying cars. Yeah. 
we're gonna have caves first. Musk boy is making those tunnels. Boring company. Yeah. That's the name of his company. <laughs> Not very boring. No. Making flamethrowers. It's because they bore holes. He bores holes. Oh. That that's why it's called the boring. That's what I called my ex girlfriend. Am I right, fellas? Hey, oh, hey. Actually, you'd be the whole borer. Borer. Yeah. Well, I was just saying she had a boring pussy. It was, uh, there's no, nothing going on, really. Yeah. It was she, like, uh. You know, she, she got in touch with me and told me you had a boring dick. That's true. I mean, Maybe. that's also true. Guys, that's why guys, we dated for You guys made a perfect couple. Years, yeah. Maybe it's because you kept on putting in the clip, bro. Oh, that's right. <laughs> well, that oh, was before man. I learned. Yeah, a couple episodes ago, for Just those listening, mash it in. Sam actually thought uh, a clit was a hole. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think... I've, I've changed my ways. I went to church. Uh, the priest told me otherwise. Showed you otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> it was a woman priest. <laughs> I want to show you something. Turns out a clit looks exactly like a dick. Oh, I, I do not support this. I respect priests and nuns who 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 are faithful. Well, this one wasn't. That was a joke. Oh, okay. Then that, that's okay. So, so let's talk about 2019, right? We're sitting here January 2nd, and we're thinking about the next 12 months. And, right, the big talk is all about recession, recession, recession. And, yes, I do think the markets are going to continue to decline in price. And, yes, I'm telling you to still invest. Um, but, you know, recessions scare people. But this is how the business cycle works. You know, the, this is how the business cycle works it, it's it's like a sine wave you know up and down up and down um time is money i don't know why i said that. <laughs> just decided to throw that in there it's just, just kind of just sayings that you've heard over the years <laughs> just throwing out jargon randomly <laughs> time is money uh the and swab the poop deck. So this is Amr with, and we're signing off. No, um, yeah. So so the business cycle, um, it, it it's it's it just it goes it goes on, and it turns off. You know, it goes on and it turns off. Way too much talking happening over there. Say it into the mic. Oh, you guys were about to kiss. That was adorable. Um, no, no, I just said Krebs cycle because. Okay. He was a bio major and it was funny. You could say that. Yeah, crabs, right on, dude. Hell crabs? Yeah. Crabs? Fuck yeah. Crabs cycle. Hell yeah. Um, what am I trying to say here about the business cycle? I was trying to use a metaphor for the business cycle. Like a merry-go-round. Except the horses are <laughs> cash. And the And the, it's on fire. The 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 guy that works it at the the guy that's taking tickets is Uncle Sam, baby. The you know the river. kid crying is uh, Monsanto poisoning the wheat and the corn and I'm done. Is what tur- the turning corn into oil and the gas? Um, the business cycle. It, it it we we have recessions and we have growth spurts. We have recessions and we have growth spurts. All right, and um, I, I you know what I know the truth. I read a metaphor for the business cycle earlier when I was reading some stuff. And I'm trying to remember what that metaphor was, and it's not coming to me, and so I'm just making did up. Did you write it down? No, I don't think I did. I should have wrote it down. It was probably a real metaphor instead of like one that you actually experienced. 
Never mind. I don't know what no. I'm trying to say. No, I don't experience any metaphors. I just say exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Life that's why is you a metaphor, man. Life is like a box of chocolates. That's actually a simile. Life is like a bo- yeah. It's not a metaphor. No, because it's got the like the in there. The word like. Yeah. Um. So metaphors are like similes. That's <laughs> they are. That's a simile. <laughs> metaphors are like similes. That's good. Wait. So is as f. That's a simile. That's <laughs> a simile. No, actually, it's not. No, that's a that's an ab- abbreviation, and uh, and uh, it have to be an like acronym. F. It'd be what? It have to be like. No, no like neither of this as. is a metaphor. A metaphor is an example that is a microcosm or time is also time is money. That's a great metaphor. Yes, that is a metaphor. I don't know what it means particularly. Oh come on, it's easy. Like if you waste wasting your time is like wasting money. Yeah, I don't like that. Or like investing your time is like investing your money. Sure. But what about, yeah, okay. What about like Buddhists though? They just kind of sit all day. That's a good investment of the time. They're they're not making any money. But but it's a good, like you got to think about time is money. Like, no, I'm not saying time is like, (laughs) time is money. It has value. You you want to think about time. You experience moments of your life that adds value to your life. Okay, I get it. You have to think of time. Time has value. People who waste their time, it's like you're just throwing money in the wind. Sure. You, you, ever, give money away. you ever think about it? It's like a perpetual cycle. You have to s- spend time to make money, yet in order to, but you have to spend money to save time. I didn't get the second part. Oh, like by getting like a person to cut your grass or something like that? Yeah, or someone to make you clothes so that you can buy it. Yeah. Or food, grow your food, and you save time by doing yeah, that. Yeah, you just blow my it's mind. Like a perpetual it's like a cycle. Well done. Yeah. I made that quote one long time ago, and I've always wanted to use it, and I finally got a chance to use it. Um, so that's good. That's good. I like that. So, Thanks. so, so everyone's looking for a recession in 2019, right? And Chris has this look on his face, like, "Why the hell am I here?" Great job, Chris. No, I only slept for an hour. Last Way to night. put your best face forward. Really? Sounds like you were boring. <laughs> you were boring some holes. You could say that again. Sounds like you were boring some holes. <laughs> um, Thanks, Sam. So, so the recession. So everyone's looking for a recession. As we said a few weeks ago, if everyone's looking for a recession, we're all kind of like preparing for it. And if everyone prepares for a recession, you don't have one really. A watched recession, like a, like a watched pot never boils. A watched recession never recesses. Because the fear is there? What what quality about watching a th- th- like? But it seems like it would if everyone's watching for it to happen. Then people would withdraw their money, and then we kind of it kind of collapses. That, the, the, a recession is shrinkage in the economy and economic services and goods being transferred. Everyone pulling their money out of the stock market is just everyone pulling their money out. Of, rich people getting less. Rich people pulling their money out of the stock market. Okay. Okay. And, and so. And so that doesn't necessarily cause a recession. Stock market going down doesn't cause a recession. Mm-hmm. Us building less airplanes and hiring less, you know, consultants, that causes a recession. And so, you know, it's, it's weird like that, but I think, I think everyone's looking for this recession. I think it's actually a good thing that ev- everyone's like, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. Oh, man, it's coming. This recession's coming. I think that's actually good because it just it makes everything. If we do have a recession, it does make it a smoother because everyone's ready for it. It makes it a smoother landing of the airplane mm-hmm. of the economy. Would that like prolong it as opposed to like 
hard crash and then it like shoots back up like two years later. I don't think a smooth landing would prolong it. Is that what you're asking? Would it would a smooth landing prolong yeah, it? Yeah. So like if we're all looking and like being super safe and right. like investing a little bit and like pulling back a little bit, we like suffer for like a longer period of time because it never got that initial like whoopam. No, I don't. I don't think like, so. Like pulling a bandaid. It, it's hard to say. Yeah, pulling a bandaid it seems like it would be much worse, which is what 2008 kind of was. Was pulling a bandaid. Like we're like, oh, we thought our economy was on sound footing. It's actually. Turns out a it's tower. all lies. It's yeah. It turns out it's a, it's a Jenga tower that has you know that has a clown pulling out every block. But Trump wasn't there yet. Exactly. He he was behind it in some ways. Actually, not really. Um, he was in the world of real estate, so I'm sure he participated in some way. But but so so I don't think it would prolong it. I think what's worse is like you're like oh shit, there's some major fraud going on in the economy. That's not good. We're losing Chris, guys. <laughs> Did we ever have Chris? He's our new Yahya. Hallucinating Chris. Squeeze Chris. some water on his face. Give me a sec. Please don't. That's too close to the computer. Shh. Yeah, so, um, so, so now, so I think the real question is the following. Is the economy on sound footing or is there something big lurking that we're not aware of? I don't know. Well, what kind of shoes are they wearing? Loafers. What? Mm. Crocs. Armour yeah. always talks about the next shoe to drop. Yeah. I do like to use that metaphor. If only one that. shoe drops, look on the bright side. You got one shoe left, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Sam, are you wearing one shoe right now? Yeah. Yeah, they got one shoe. It's a high heel. Is the underlying economy sound? Or is this the start of something sinister? No. Right? The, f- the, 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 the Fed is raising interest rates as we speak. And they're unwinding a program called quantitative easing. Has the economy ever been on sound footing? It seems like some sort of this sounds like a question. Various shenanigan seems like hot cold. Every, every great recession. I mean, because our economy is and our global economy is so built on debt, there's two hundred and fifty trillion dollars of debt globally now. That's crazy. Is there that amount of money in the world? No. Physical cash? Just around. I don't know. So physical cash, there's about <laughs> one trillion, maybe two trillion. And we owe twenty. Uh, our current government deficit, we owe twenty twenty trillion. Yep. Okay. And globally, so we owe twenty times the all the money. Yeah. But how are we alive still? Why? So, so wait. because there's not enough money. Like if a human being owed had like let let's say even smaller <laughs> had a hundred dollars, and then owed, you know. 20 grand they're done i see what you're saying well do people owe us money also uh well there's you can't no 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 one owes us money. <laughs> <laughs> we're the worst what a great country how are we just bullies we're just like fucking like shaking little countries like upside down for like lunch money 
Wait, Saudi Arabia? That's, that's, so cool. that's what happens when you have the military we have. Yeah. Doesn't Saudi Arabia owe us uh, hundred bills? I mean, like, they owe... Like $1,000? They owe uh, Lockheed Martin or whoever builds their uh, tanks. They owe them money, but they don't owe the U.S. government. The U.S. government uh, is only owed money by taxpayers like you and me. That's it. So we have to pay that $20 trillion. Yeah, $20 trillion. Eventually, we're going to have to pay it. Those roosters will so, come uh, home to roost. What? Sam, Those chickens Sam we're looking at you. you, you Are you we know? the most debt of anyone? Just because we're the biggest? So uh, we we kind of are involved? We're, we got to be one of the top people uh, that has $20 trillion debt outstanding. Uh, but I don't yeah. know if we're the but most. Technically, we, we are <laughs> the poorest country. No, that's not true. But we, we owe the most. Just because we owe the most does not mean we're the poorest. I mean, I know Africa exists, but like, for like, why are we, I don't know how things. No, no, like, mind. like you got to think about Africa, for example, as not producing as many goods and services as America. Yeah, and you got to think of America as producing tons of goods and services. Sure. Right. We've be, we've we're, we're we're more developed than Africa. Mm-hmm. Now. Because the world's willing to lend us twenty trillion, we're in huge debt. But the world isn't willing to lend Africa twenty trillion. Because they yeah. look at them and they're like, uh, I don't think they're gonna pay us back. It's gonna be a lot of rice. Right. Right. And drums. Drum steel drums. Bing bong bing bong bing. What a you know thing I so, that so, is it, um, isn't that Jamaican? What drums? It's steel drums. Steel drums? Yeah. I don't know what a steel drum is. Yeah, it is. Thank you, Chris. It's what it. It's what happens when you get regular drums high. It's what a steel drum. They get steel. I I suck. I suck today. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I've let everyone down. Why? No, you 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 stop great. it. Don't lie to me. You you peaked at. Aren't tech companies great at cooking their books because they're tech companies? That was awesome. <laughs> that was my favorite part of any episode. Um. So, uh, so watch recession never recesses. I mean, that's Sam. Extreme. You always have a hot wife that any of us can plow. That's true. So that is true. Rest so your that's, rest your hat That's on how that. his uh, deciding to pay back the twenty trillion. Yeah, let you know Donald Rumsfeld, Dick Cheney, um, you know Trump, just all the one percenters, the Rockefeller family. Yeah. They all come at the same time. They are close. Let me tell you. You want what? Let let them have let have their way with my wife. (laughs) And when they're done with her, they can have their way with you. No, I'm not into that gay shit. Take it back. (laughs) No take backs. All right. Um. Uh. So. Uh. Man, where was I? I have no idea. So far off the rails. So far. So 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 debt. Debt. Two hundred fifty trillion is outstanding. Any, any <laughs> it is outstanding. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> uh, my mind can't work as fast as <laughs> I'm just a crazy I'm trying to person. process like business. Like I've got to say this, I've got to say that, I've got to say this. And then I'm trying to like, yes and over here. One day maybe I'll figure out how to do it, but I'm sorry guys, I can't do it right now. So US is topping most debt. We are the most, yeah. Yeah. Followed by UK. Makes sense. But we one. make way more money than we are in debt. 
Um, I don't think that's true. If that was true, then we would have paid it all back. The U.S. government itself does not take in enough taxes from all of us to pay back, pay it on that twenty trillion. Yeah, it's called trickle down economics. Look it up. And even better than all that, we, they, you know, Trump did a tax cut in twenty seventeen, that made the the debt even more. So the big question everybody should be asking is the underlying economy sound? Is there too much? Debt is the underlying global economy sound, or is this the start of something sinister? That's what we don't know the answer to. All right, that's the big question. I think debt is I mean, 250 trillion. We are at a record amount of debt globally, right? Between households borrowing for mortgage loans and car loans and student loans, between companies like Elon Musk or Tesla or whatever, you know, any company borrowing for their company, banks borrowing, governments borrowing. We're at a record level. So, I, you know, debt crises are definitely a possibility. They're, they're a classic place to look for, you know, a major problem in the economy or some sort of, you know, no, the economy not being sound. Um, but that's the question I think we all want to ask. There's so many shoes that could drop that could cause this to happen. So the Federal Reserve, they're increasing rates and they're unwinding QE, quantitative easing. For me to get into quantitative easing and explain to you guys what that is, it's too much jargon and complicated. It, Basically, the bottom line is the Federal Reserve pumped trillions of dollars into our economy, almost mm. like they turned on a printing machine, a cash printing machine, mm -hmm. and they just made a ton of cash. And they just pumped it all inside? And they... <laughs> <laughs> you laughed. He said a statement. We, hold on. Let me try and yes and this. Um, you can do it. Go, Lomber, go. Go. No. <laughs> it was into a napkin. A sock would have been better. Sock, yeah. It comes in a napkin unless you're at a Burger King. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, now we know where Sam's uh, Sam's been. That's why I haven't been at Burger King in over 15 years. Yeah, you avoided it because I'm always there. Sam destroyed one of their bathrooms. Yeah. Sam lives there. Yeah. You live in a Burger King bathroom. Um. So that's the Fed and, and, and quantitative easing. All the money that they pumped into the economy is scary because they're now pulling that money out of the economy. That's a quick and dirty way to understand quantitative easing, what the Federal Reserve is doing. How that might go could, is anyone's question, is, is anyone's guess. All right. So they're pulling money out of circulation. Yes. You can think of it that way. How they're much? Kind of, I forgot what the total number was. It was trillions. It's probably... Three trillion dollars. So my money will technically be worth more. <laughs> Let me think about that. Because if there's less of it, by like regular. Yeah, you know. could. Yes, that's possible to think of it that way. Yes, yes. It's possible to think of it that way. It doesn't mean it's right. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, you, it's possible that you can think about it that way. It, here, how about this? It's right, and it's inconsequential. I don't know what that word means. Like, uh, it doesn't matter. Th first of all, thank you, for consequence. Th thank you for being honest. What, it, what I'm saying is like uh, the consequences of your money being worth more. There's no consequence. Like, who cares? No, whatever. No big deal. Even though your money's worth more, it doesn't really have a big impact on the world or the economy. You know, is that because everybody's money's worth more? No, just because it just doesn't matter. I It would matter to you, I but that. I don't care about you, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's I love how I said that line, and I looked at Sam, <laughs> just like see if he was laughing. I'm like, yeah, 
Doesn't matter. <laughs> Back to you, Sam. And Sam just had his legs open looking at me. All right. Uh, global growth slowing. China, Japan, Germany, Britain with Brexit, right? Like, like countries are slowing down. Economies are slowing down. Uh, what could this be a big crisis where like Brexit really hits the rail, you know, goes off the rails and, and one country really starts to go down and shrink possible. Yes. Trade war with China, huge problem with China. This thing could totally go off the rails. This war could turn into a potential real war. Maybe not now or next year, but down the road, uh, big tech. What else are they lying about? We talked about this earlier. So, so any of these could be the start of something sinister, deeper, bigger, and it could throw harder. our... Harder. Harder? Yes. Yeah. Harder. I know where Faster, your mind is. Longer. Fuck, Sam. Just clean it up, Okay. Dude. All right. I'm done. No, it's fun, man. Um, so, so any of these things could be, you know, a bigger shoe to drop and, and could throw the whole economy off. We thought our economy was sound. Guess what? Amazon, Google, Facebook, they've all been lying to us about something big, and our economy is way less sound than we thought. You should, every time he says uh, the shoe yeah. drops, you should put just like a beep in there so some, so people think he's being like, saying horrible shit. <laughs> like the dick drops. He's going to be at Zany's January oh, 14th. <laughs> so you're saying any one of those could be the Jenga piece that topples the entire tower? Yes. You got Trump's dumbass pulling out Jenga pieces. He doesn't even look. He just pulls pieces out and throws them on top. You've got. He doesn't know how to play the game. He doesn't even know how to play the game. He's like Jenga. What's Jenga? Give me a Coke. <laughs> He's got. Uh, you got the Federal Reserve. Now they're slowly pulling pieces out and slowly putting them on top. I I like them in the game that they're playing, but they're still pulling pieces on to, out. You've got the tech companies. They think they're super smart, so they're like, "Oh yeah, let's like let's totally pull these Jenga pieces out." I know that the skeleton will still be there if I pull this piece out. I'm super smart. No, you dumb. It might topple the whole thing. And then you've got China and the trade war. Well, that was Trump, I guess. You've got like Brexit, Britain, and all these other countries slowing down their, in their economies. They're slowly pulling pieces out too. The whole thing is a game of Jenga that could topple. Skadoosh. Cool. Did two people speak at the same time? No. No. Some dates to look forward to where you might have big moves in the stock market. Christmas Ready? next year. What? No, yeah. not Christmas next year. The My trade birthday. deadline. Oh. When's your birthday? October 16th. Nope. Uh, October <laughs> is a tough month for stock markets, but anyway, happy belated birthday. Thanks. Or early birthday. Yeah. Thank you. I take either or. March 1st is a trade deadline. At, on March 1st, if the U.S. hasn't uh, come to a resolution with China about the trade war, what will happen at that point is um, we will tax $250 billion worth of goods coming from China at 25%. 25% tax. That's Ouch. A, that's a lot. What is it now? I don't, I don't know what happened. 10%. Yeah, it's a significant increase. Yeah, we used to never tax them at all. And that's why we were buying umbrellas and underwear for a dollar a piece. That's where the heydays. Yeah. Now it's 10%. And we're still buying this shit at 10% tax. And then Trump wants to take it up to 25% to teach China a lesson. So now we have to pay like regular price. We have to pay for items that I, came from China like an adult made it, knowing that a child made it. We're, we're paying adult prices for child labor. This yes. is insane. Yes, exactly. 
Um, iPhones might go to like two thousand bucks each. Uh, hats would go to like a hundred bucks each. Now that's extreme, but but but. So wouldn't we want to just make more things in America? So then Trump would look back and be like, "See, I told you." Yeah, but w- this is the whole and thing. Our economy has developed so much that it'd be like taking Tesla workers and being like, "Hey, hey, we need you to now make umbrellas." And they'd be like, what? No, I, I make I mean, battery packs for Tesla electric automobiles. I mean, if they put them in Wake the up. door, that'd be like a Rolls Royce. Put what in the door? The umbrella. Yeah, that could be. Oh, uh, that's true. They do that, right? Yeah. British people are so weird. They're so, I mean, like, they eat smart. beans for Brexit. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> beans for Brexit? I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so March 1st, I think you're going to see a possible big move in the stock market around that time. Keep an eye out. Uh, Good or bad? It's unclear. I think... Just something's going to happen? The most vague... I I don't think with Trump in office and his trade representatives, they're going to come to a peaceful agreement. I think it's going to be bad. I think we we will... That's my call. Uh, Earnings reports. So all these companies, uh, they report earnings every quarter. Uh, We just finished December. So they're going to be reporting earnings uh, in the next few weeks. You want to keep an eye out end of January, beginning of February, to see what the numbers are. Because the economy starting to slow down. People, 42% of people reported they're using Facebook less. Oh, sorry, 42% of adults over the age of 40, I believe, uh, are using, uh, have used Facebook less because of uh, their addiction to it and because of what they're hearing about Facebook online. So can I ask you a quick, quick, quick question? In terms of the earnings report, so... Is that something like is immediately when I see that, I decide whether I should invest in a company or take out from a company? Yeah. Once they, once they announce their earnings yeah. and they, they give it to all the media, yeah. they give the report to the media and then the media publishes it, CNN, everyone else, Bloomberg. Um, they, they publish not only the numbers and you're like, wait a minute, Apple only made a billion dollars? I'm used to them making $2 billion. WTF, holy shit, are, is their company going down the tubes? Are people stopping buying What did Mark Maron do about that? Who's Mark Maron? Oh, the podcast? What does he have to do with that? Oh, what does he have to do with that? With the Apple. It was a hey, dumb Hey, January joke. 14th. He's God, at Zany's, folks. I hate you. That's why, like, that was the time to do it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's joking. Sam Brigitte is choking himself on our podcast. This is the first, people. Can somebody go Facebook Live on this shit? Oh, no. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah. So, so, when the news comes out... Um, when the news comes out, people make quick decisions on what they want to do. Hmm. Uh, and included in that report, they often give like forecasts and say, hey, we're actually, we think we're going to sell a lot less iPhones in the next quarter. And so you're getting all this information from the companies. You're like, what the hell's going on? Why are they not doing as well? Hmm. So do you normally wait to change any investments until after the earnings report? Or do you kind of try to go right before they set out the earnings report to kind of predict it beforehand? Or I don't know. Say that, ask, ask that question again. So like... Do you make any moves or changes in your investments right after the earnings report, or do you try to do it right before, before you kind of like jumping on the bandwagon before everyone does? It's tricky. Yeah. I would say most do it after. Yeah. Some people are like, "Yo, I think I, I'm I'm gonna bet that Apple's gonna come out with bad earnings, and I'm gonna sell my stock ahead of time, or I'm gonna short the stock ahead of time, mm-hmm. the day before I'm gonna short it, and then they short it, and then Apple announces, and the stock moves, and you're like, yeah." The stock fell. I made money. Or, oh, shit, I was wrong. Stock rallied. So some people make it before. Some people make it after. Gotcha. Do they legally have to share the earnings report? Uh, if they're a public company, yes. Private companies do not. 
Public companies must report to shareholders publicly. What's the biggest private company? Uber? Uber. Uber's a private company. Oh. Yeah, they're going to be going public uh, in 2019, this year. Public just means people buy stock for it. Anyone, you, me, can buy stock. Okay. Private means you have to get permission from the owner to buy stock. Okay. <laughs> and when you go public, you're able to raise a lot more money because you're now on a stock exchange and anyone can just go and buy it. Yeah, like GoFundMe for business. Yeah, kind of. Um, so, uh, so yeah, a lot of shoes can drop. The question really is, is there something unsound in our economy that none of us are aware of? And there's a chance a lot of these things can be. Let's move on to our final topic, guys, before Chris falls asleep. Why did you only get one hour of sleep? Oh, uh, you, you flew in. Party was at, I had to leave at like 3 a.m. to go to the airport. And I just like. You took like a 6 a.m. Like, flight? Why the hell am I even going to sleep? Um, yeah, it was at 5.30. 5.30 a.m.? Yeah. Damn. Thanks for making it today, bro. Hell yeah. Um, all right, so uh, I'm going to invite my grandma in for this. Awesome. Right, you, you guys can ask her whatever questions you want. She loves answering questions about herself. And then she's going to talk about Elon Musk. I miss Very Auntie cool. Sarifa. I'm, I'm curious to see her again. Come on in, Grandma. Hello, hello everyone. I am Zarifa. Nice to see everyone. Good to see you, Mr. Yahya. Good to see you too. I love you as a friend of my grandson, Amr. You're a good friend. Very good friend. Thank you. You're very good uh, grandmother. Can you shave your beard now, please? No. Please. With the most respect, I say no. Okay. You're, uh, you're not a good man anymore to me. Hi, you are Sam? I am Sam. Nice to meet you. Can I call you Grandmommer? Oh, this is very good one. Very funny. Grandmommer. Okay. No, you can't call me I don't me get that. it. You stupid person. <laughs> uh, Chris. Hey, Zarifa. Uh, are you still dating that that uh, girl? I am. Oh, Chris, please, please, please. I want you to date my granddaughter. Okay. We will be happy. Where's she at? She's at home right now making falafel. Ooh, I love falafel. Yes, she makes very good kebab too. Ooh, getting warmer. When when I said kebab, I meant kebab. Oh. I did not yeah. mean something else. No, I was just saying getting warmer ah, towards okay. things I thought that, that he were, enjoys. I thought enjoy. you He's were a saying kebab guy, not a falafel guy. Oh, okay. I, I, you like meat? I like, I like meat with a pulp. I like all things. You like meat with a what? Huh? What did you say, with Mr. Sam? With a pole through it. A pole through it. Yeah, bowl, bowl, like non on it. Ah, okay. Non. You sound like a mouse. Yeah. What's all you? Hey, Mr. Kareem. Salamu alaikum. Salam. Nice to it's see uh, you. It's nice to meet you. Yes. Okay. So let <laughs> let us let us talk about let us talk about Elon Musk. Unless anyone have question for me, but that's fine. But we can talk about Elon. I want to hear you talk about Elon Musk. Elon yeah. Musk. Elon Musk is a very, very slick guy. Okay, very slick. The you find him hot? Oh, he's very sexy. You yeah. know, I think he put blog, you know, blog, hair blog. He put yeah. hair blog because because when he worked for PayPal, you know PayPal? PayPal. Yes. When he worked for PayPal. Um, Babeline. Maybe no, it's PayPal. I don't know the letter B, so I have to say No, no, we, we went over this okay. last time. Or Very no, yeah, Amr's dad did. Your son. Yes, my son. Wow. His name his name's Sutki. Sutki. Yeah, and I have grandson, his name Amr. Yeah, I'm a familiar. Yes. Okay. You like, how, how do you feel about Amr? 
Oh, you know, sometimes he's good, sometimes he's bad. Yeah. For example, when he do this podcast, I'm very proud of him. He's good. Put himself out there. Yeah. But you know, sometimes he's bad. Like when he dress, he doesn't know how to dress. Sure. When he comb his hair, he don't know how because his hair is falling out. He yeah. do a bad job. Uh-huh. And... Uh, this is my problem with my grandson. And, you Just know, I, how I, he dresses and how he combs his hair. I also wish he would get a job. He's too lazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, he keeps saying he's comedian, but I don't find him very funny. <laughs> you should be a comedian. Oh, thank you, Karim. Stop hitting on me. I'm 84. <laughs> okay. Kareem's uh, into the older ladies. Yeah. Me too. Watch your back. Pendulum tits. You I'm guys know this? A pendulum. Ah, That's ah. Yeah. You know, I, my, son, my grandson, Amr, he was trying to think of a metaphor for the business cycle mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. I was listening in the green room mm-hmm. that is not here. Was it a pendulum? It was a pendulum. <laughs> pendulum. The business cycle is like pendulum. When it goes all the way to the left, it is recession. When it is swinging down, it is going into growth, strong economy. And then it goes all the way back up, recession. Growth, recession. Growth, recession. This is pendulum. how the business cycle is, and this is how reality is. This is how I believe God so set up the So either the side is a recession. Yes. So it's just the, the motion is when it's going well, when it's stopped. Okay, 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 good, okay. Sam That's interesting. Very good, Sam Brickett. So that's a good metaphor for the business cycle for you. My stupid son, grandson, Amr, could not think of it. But uh, it's okay. Sometimes he has, uh, you know, no brain. He's a sweet man. Oh, very He's sweet. fine. Very sweet. Tell him to get a job, okay, Chris? Uh, okay, listen. So Elon Musk, he used to work at Babel. He had no hair. Now... Tesla, he have a lot of hair. What happened? Do you think he might have invented hair? You know, he's very smart. I bet you he... Yeah. We didn't have hair until Elon Musk. Yeah. Or he just called Bosley. Mm-hmm. Or it's called boring hair. Boring hair? Yeah. Are you trying he to make a joke, Yahya? I don't know. Did it work? Very bad. Uh, then I wasn't trying. I didn't think it was bad. Oh, why didn't you laugh, Mr. Brickett? I, I'm not a laughy guy. I don't this feel is bullshit. things. I heard you laugh many times when I was sitting in the green room. Yeah, I know. That's true. Well, you I really hear, threw me under the bus on that one. I hear you have showed Zany's January Jesus 14th. Christ, I hate this. <laughs> this is the... I'm not coming back. I will be sure to come. Well, that's exciting. You'll love show, my act. To the show, that is. Yeah. Okay, Elon Musk. So, he, a few months ago, he made a tweet. And he said, we are taking Tesla private funding secured. Do everyone remember this? Yeah. Yeah. He got in big trouble because the stock price, stock price, it moved a lot when he make this tweet. Lot of people lost money. Lot of people made money. This is not good. When the SEC, they find out the government, when the government find out that he did not have funding secured and his tweet was a lie, they sue him. He had to pay big money. And they told him, you must add two more outside director to the board. He added one woman. She's an HR specialist for Walgreens. You know Walgreens? I'm familiar. Okay. And then he added someone yesterday, his name, Larry Ellison. 
Do you know this name? I do not. I'm not familiar. Anyone? He is the CEO of a company called Oracle. Oracle. Have you heard of Oracle? Mm-mm. Oracle. I've heard of it. I don't know. Big software company. Larry Ellison, one of the richest men in the world. I believe many billions. He has. He's worth a, quite a few billions. Yes. Correct. I, I thought you said balloons. No balloon. No. Billion. Bullions. You could probably buy a billion balloons. Balloon is what women put in their fake breasts. Buy a billion balloons. A memoir by... Larry, 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 my friends, guess what? He is best friends with who? Take a guess. Donald Trump. No. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Mm. They are friends. He brought a very close friend onto his board of directors. The purpose, the purpose, the purpose of the board, my friends, is to represent, represent the shareholders. Do you think bringing Larry Ellison on is helping the shareholder? Of course not. You're going to have Elon Musk even more crazy. Let me give you a quote Larry Ellison said a few months ago. This guy, Elon Musk, this is Larry, okay? This guy, Elon Musk, is landing rockets. You know, he's landing rockets on robot drone rafts in the ocean. And you're saying he doesn't know what he's doing? Well... Who else is landing rockets, huh? You ever land a rocket on a robot drone? It's Who are you? <laughs> Who are you? This is their new... And then he grabbed the reporter by the shirt collar and held him against the wall. Yeah, he, he exactly. And then he take his pants off and biss on them. Hey, that's too far. I'm sorry. You're a dirty woman. Hey, I like Nasty it. old bitch. I like. Have hey. some respect for... You, <laughs> some bricket, you son of a bitch. You are a piece of shit. <laughs> you are white shit. <laughs> you take your white privilege and get the fuck from here. That escalated <laughs> quickly. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm very man. sensitive when a white person tells me I'm a bitch. If I'm bitch, you are whore. Anyway, where was I? Ah, Elon Musk and Larry Ellison. Are you tangled up? Yeah. Were you trying to kill yourself? Yeah, I was trying to Oh, too it. bad it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> You're amazing. I love you too, sir. I love you. Okay, now, do we really think this man, Larry Ellison, is going to really represent the shareholder interest by being on the board with for Elon Musk? Probably not. Of course, this is bullshitting. Bullshitting, okay? Come on. Now, you know what I think? I think you actually is a good time to buy Tesla stock because Elon Musk is going to do whatever he want and uh, he's going to say screw you to the SEC like he's been saying he very disrespect to the government and he's going to keep doing whatever he wants to do and you know what when you let a crazy person like this do whatever he wants to do guess what he comes up with some crazy ass good shit <laughs> yeah I say buy the stock you said buy buy like right now if you have time okay. and money buy the stock now stock. here's what I think also Long term, be careful. Because it's probably going to become a dumpster fire at some point like Facebook. When you let someone... Yes. Why? When you let someone do whatever the fuck they want to, okay? But Tesla, Musk seems like he has his head in the right spot, you know? Your crotch. That too. He does does suck me off. But um, he uses uses a robot. (laughs) There's actually a lot of people don't know. There, there's a there's a uh, a thing. If you hit the right codes in a in a Tesla, 
the car, a little a little uh, machine comes out of the steering wheel and sucks you off while you're driving. It's true. How would that help me? Sam made me wear a blindfold. It, and, they also uh, have a pussy eating machine. He made it work. Uh, he didn't say a word, but I uh, think it worked. Uh, this Elon Musk, he will think of crazy thing if you put Larry Ellison on the board. That's what's happening. That's all I want to tell you people is Elon Musk bullshitting. He will come up with some crazy great ideas. The stock will go up for a temporary period of time, maybe one year, maybe two years. But be careful. Watch out. So, you know, I say bye now. Sell later. Done. Good. You're welcome. Uh, I'm going to leave now. Nice to meet you. I have to use the bathroom. Grandmommer. Yes, grandmommer. Please Who's say longer. Nice? I don't want Ahmed back. Lama. You, did you say something about the llama? I, I don't want Ahmed back. Uh, I want you to stay a little bit longer. You know, honey, I would love to stay, but I have to then look at your face the whole time. What's wrong with that? I want you to shave your beard. Yeah, I guess you can leave now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe while you're at it, shave your teeth. <laughs> what? This is a very old Arabic okay. uh, thing we do. Shave your teeth? Teeth shaving, yes. What do we do that with? Because I don't remember learning this, and I remember, I'm pretty sure I'm Halabi. File. We file it? With what? <laughs> like you're, you're trying like to get your tongue out of prison? Like you a file the, Yeah. Tongue out of prison? I don't know. Because they mean. file the bars in prison and like escape, like an old-timey. So Microphone, please. Oh, hey, now I know how to do it. Ah, uh, yes, the per- person in the prison, he files the bars to yeah. try to escape, like in prison The breaks. metaphor was your teeth are the bars and your tongue is in the... It wasn't that good. Is that why you don't have any teeth left, Auntie Zarifa? That's not the reason, no. Oh, well, what's the reason? I can't tell she you. She got him removed to suck her husband's dick. You son of a bitch. Gigi Allen. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the record. Yes. My sex life is private. I'm sorry. I'm sorry okay. about that. Now. I'm going to leave. Slowly. I'm going to walk out of this room. With my eyes on you, I'm going to walk backward. Okay. I don't trust you. So I don't... I don't what? want you to look at my you-know-what. Okay. Why, why don't you have pants on, then? Today is no pants Wednesday. Okay, okay, okay. I wear a dress. Okay. I love you, boys. I'm going to go. All right, bye. Sam, I'll miss you. Bye, Grandma. I miss you too, Sam. Sam, I heard you're going to be Zanis January 14th. <laughs> After this, I don't know if he's going to show up. Yeah, no, I'm canceling the week. I look forward to seeing you mm-hmm. there. I'm going to bring many people with sure. me. Bring okay. your granddaughter. Okay, I bring my granddaughter. I will protect her from Sam. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay, salam alaikum, goodbye. Bye, Zarifa. <sighs> What's up, guys? How's my grandma? Oh, my God, Shammer's back. Was, I don't think she liked me very much. Really? I wonder why. Yeah, I don't know. There's nothing there. Sam was hitting on her pretty hardcore. What? Dude. Yeah, a little bit. She is single. For real? My grandpa died a long time ago. May he rest in peace. He was trying to look at her hoo-ha. Hoo-ha. What? My grandma's hoo-ha? Huawei. No, I'll kick your ass. Her hoo-ha or her hooter. Huawei. I will kick your ass. Guys, let's sign off for Business News and Other Shit. If you listened all the way through, thank you very much. Love you very much. And uh, we're just having fun, man. We're just having fun. That's what we're doing and talking business while we're at it. Uh, Kareem, thank you for joining us, surprisingly. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, my man. Peace. Chris Broadhead. Yo, 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 what it is. Producer. What and is Sam it? Prickett. I'm sorry. January 15th, <laughs> Smug Prickett. Uh, January 14th, Zany's. Zany Chicago, right? Yeah. See him there. Peace out. Disclaimer. 
I do not provide personal investment advice and I am not a qualified licensed investment advisor. I am an amateur investor. All information found here, including any ideas, opinions, views, predictions, forecasts, commentaries, suggestions, or stock picks expressed or implied herein are for informational, entertainment, or educational purposes only and should not be construed as personal investment advice. While the information provided is believed to be accurate, it may include errors or inaccuracies. I will not and cannot be held liable for any actions you take as a result of anything you read, hear, or see here. Conduct your own due diligence, consult a licensed financial advisor or broker before making any and all investment decisions. Any investments, trades, speculations, or decisions made on the basis of any information found on this show, expressed or implied herein, are committed at your own risk, financial or otherwise. Business news and other shit, hereafter known as BNOS, reflects my own views, ideas, and opinions. It is not a production of my employer, nor is it affiliated with any any broker-dealer or registered investment advisor. No representations or warranties are made with respect to the accuracy or completeness of the content of this entire show, including any links to other sites. The links provided are maintained by their respective organizations, and they are solely responsible for their content. All information presented here is provided as is, without warranty of any kind, expressed or implied. From time to time, I may include affiliate links and advertisements on BNOS that result in my receiving a payment should a visitor click on the link or sign up to a service as per established in their practice. Readers are entirely responsible for any actions they take as a result of reading or clicking on links on the site and are urged to read the small print. Sound fair enough? Then please subscribe to BNOS. It's free via RSS or email.